killing me, Smalls. To infinity and beyond! Ladies and gentlemen, live from Universal Studios, Florida, or actually more accurately, Poplar. Um, yeah, just tell everyone where I live, Eric. Right? Okay, cool. great. Well, sorry, my bad. Okay, should, should we restart? <laughs> She's the one with the pink robe, the pink hair, and the little dog. That's I'm her. The, I'm the one uh, where it's like you see the giant orange splat outside, and there's a lot of lime yep. green coloring. Look, for years I said we were on Ralph Drive Studios, so you cut mm. me some slack, please. That's fair. You this is the What the Watch Show! Yeah. I am your host, Eric Creech. Guts! And our contestants today... Do, 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 do you have it? We have Kyle Whitley. That's me. And Ashby Rain. Hi. You um, mentioned the giant orange splat, and it's kind of like disappointing because Universal Studios now, if you go there, it's just a gray building. Yep. It's so sad. <laughs> I it, saw it in its heyday. Well, it's, oh, I'm jealous. It's like when you look at McDonald's when we were kids sure. versus McDonald's now. It's like McDonald's grew up and, you know, just you became a corporate type like we did. So Right, exactly. <laughs> so. I watched a guy on YouTube. I think it was out in the woo. It could have been somebody else, but like. It's criminal, I'm sure, but they were there and they found an open door, so they went in and like just a video camera film walking I mean, look, all in that building. Leave a door unlocked. That's not on them. I think they've changed. That means it there's since. nothing important in yeah. there, but exactly they've changed it since. But like there was still literally on the walls, everything was Nickelodeon. They still had all the pla- like artwork. Everything was everywhere. The studios were like they used to do stuff in there. A lot of stuff still hanging around. Like I think they've changed it since then. Yeah. They use it for things, but wow. very cool. Well, thank you all for joining us on today's episode. This is the fifth episode of the nine on the 90s season. Got it right this nine, time. Nine, five, all these things. Yep, all in the working nine to five. What, what a way, way to make, make a living. living. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. And of course, rate and review right. us. So one day five maybe stars. we can make a living five doing this stars. podcast. Maybe one yeah. day. <laughs> That would be great. Positive vibes only. We'll go so, rent out old Nickelodeon Studios. Yeah, Universal, we'll, yeah. At Universal Studios exactly. in Orlando, Florida. Please also follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at What the What Media. All one word. And find us on Twitter at WTW underscore media. Today's topic from the 90s Nickelodeon game shows. Mm-hmm. You had shows like Double Dare, Guts, Figure It Out, Legends of the Hidden Temple, which today I'm sporting. You are. The Green Monkeys. Green Monkeys. Nick Arcade, Get the Picture, Finders Keepers, and I'm sure many others that I've just forgotten because I didn't grow up with Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. So um, please talk about your personal connection with the topic. Real quick, did you like just Google Nickelodeon game shows and put them in since you didn't watch? Um, I knew of some. Because like Finders Keepers, I'd never in my life had seen that. Um, I had to I, Google it. I did uh, do a little Google on mm-hmm. Nickelodeon game shows, and when I was reading some articles, I had these to Google some of the ones that came mm-hmm. up. I Which recently fun. saw, like recent, like recently saw, Legends of the Hidden Temple and Guts because you can find those old episodes on Paramount mm-hmm. Plus. I have not recently seen Double Dare or figured out, but I do know what they are. I have no memory, and I looked it up just to be sure, no memory whatsoever of Nick Arcade, Get the Picture, or Finders Keepers. See, the only reason I know about Nick Arcade is because Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, Mm -hmm. um, he's a big fan of bringing Nick Arcade back Mm -hmm. because it deals with video games. Right, yeah. Um, It's two two teams of two, um, and they play video games against each other, which is, you know... 
Um, I found an old episode on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's very nineties. I would um, say though, but it's t- worth checking out at least they're once. They're all very nineties. Yeah, but if you go back and watch, like Phil Moore was the host. He did a great job of that. And then also like it was the brink of like video games. So like yes. it wasn't what we think of today and what you could do like virtual reality all that stuff. Like they would go up to like an arcade game and play against each other or get mm-hmm. the best score or whatever. Like they had a version of Pong on the episode I saw where yeah. if you're if the ball got through you get points for you know and then whoever had those points after thirty seconds. Okay. Um, but then at the end the winning team would go and do like all I'm sure is like green screen where it would do like a panel like where you're in the game we're seeing them play in the game but like. I'm sure for the person, they're watching a screen like a weather person would be, where it's right. just like, right. here's these things I've got to hit, Very jump, avoid. Yeah. But at the same time for us, it was insane. It was like, they're in the game. Like, right. Versus today, like with all video right. games the way they are. But it was a fun show. Um, Nick Arcade was basically the precursor to mm-hmm. what we have now is not known as to Twitch. Twitch. Sure. Twitch. Yeah. Um, which is where if, if you're not aware of what Twitch is, people stream themselves playing video games mm-hmm. online on a little streaming service called Twitch. It's owned by Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just watch someone else play video games, you know, and don't knock it till you try this. It's actually kind of fun. No, it is. I'm, I'm not very good at it. I'm not very good at playing a lot of video games, but I enjoy watching someone play something at a high level and like just really mm-hmm. kick tail at it. So, uh, Nick Arcade was kind of, you know, one of those things that was kind of set the uh, the the standard for something like that moving forward where, the, you know, hey, a bunch of kids watched other kids play video games. Maybe that's an actual thing that can happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, my biggest two that I was aware of, because, again, I didn't grow up with cable, satellite, anything where I would be able to watch Nickelodeon on a regular basis. But when we'd go visit my grandfather... He had cable, um, so he could watch the Braves on the Superstation. And um, I was able to watch uh, reruns, I'm assuming, of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Mm-hmm. And I also saw some Double Dare. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really fell in love with Legends of the Hidden Temple. I love so good. Um, mm-hmm. those, it, is. it was one of those things where, like, I wished I was one of those kids, you know, on the, the little steps, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. work, working your way uh, down the steps. And then... Uh, participating in the little games, but especially the last one where you had to go through the maze and get the pieces of the, mm-hmm. you know, of the whatever the relic or whatever, um, and try to avoid the the bodyguards or right, whatever. yeah, like that was intense. Yeah, and every time, like mm-hmm. you know, you, they rarely got out. Like I, I figure, right. like they they always um, got caught or they you know ran out of time or got stuck right. in an obstacle or whatever. But um, that was intense watching, and uh, it was so every time I'd go to my granddaddy's, I had no idea what time Legend of the Hidden Temple come on, but you know, if they came on like at three thirty, like I would check the TV guide, right. um, and find out like, hey, well, <laughs> that's, when, a, that's a term. Throwback. Yeah. When are they check on? Check t- the TV guide, or I would check the um, the newspaper because they had the TV yes, lessons in the, the newspaper. The newspaper used to print. Um, yeah. So if my you know grandfather didn't have a TV guide, I would check the Sunday paper to yes. see what time was everything on. And if I saw Legends was coming on at three thirty, I would beg yeah. my parents let's stay till four. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. or if it was coming on at three, like, let's stay till at least three thirty, please, so mm-hmm. I can watch this one episode of the show because I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. God, kids these days just will never know. No. Will never understand. Like, I, I'm just now because I I remember TV Guide and mm-hmm. I remember the TV Guide channel and then mm-hmm. I remember the physical TV Guide magazine, mm-hmm. but I'm just now remembering the guide in the newspaper. Yeah. Where it was like, it would have like highlights and like different gradients of gray for different mm-hmm. things. And you, that is 
nuts. Well, like TV Guides used to always be at like the checkout counter right, when you're at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they would get you because and I, I have one because I think it was either like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 or 3, but they were on the cover. And it was like a little article inside yeah. talking about that, but everything else. But literally the majority of the book is literally just what's come on every channel every yes. day of the week. Like yes. Somewhere I have a couple of TV guides where uh, you have the Friends cast on one and then just Joey because he had his own TV show coming out mm. uh, on oh, the other. That's right. Um, I remember in 1999 they had uh, four covers with WWF superstars on there. Mm-hmm. Steve Austin, China was on there. I think The Rock, mm-hmm. maybe Mankind or The Undertaker was on one. Mm-hmm. Um so that's how they get you. You put a big celebrity on there. Sure. Just, just like any other kind of um, like news magazine or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you put a celebrity scandal on the front cover and, oh, we got to see what happened here. I mean, oh, it's just a rumor. Okay. Anyway, so. Well, I think to you, like for me, I did have Nickelodeon. I did have cable and everything. So I would come home from school, spend a couple hours, like whatever cartoons were on. But I remember every day at five o'clock, Double Deer came on because it was about that time my mom would be home where you getting started with dinner. And I remember I would be, sometimes I just didn't care. And then sometimes I'd be really into it where she'd be like, dinner's done. Come on. And I'd be like, I got to see what happens. Can you wait? Please, please, please. Um, And I think it goes along with a lot of these um, shows from that time. But it shows us a lot about these game shows or a lot of more physical things or just in general for the time period they came out in. You know, at the time, very few of us had computers. Or if we did, there wasn't much like they do today. Like it was very, you know, very raw as far as what was available for there. Um, you obviously didn't have tablets or iPhones. You may have had video games, but you know, you may not, but it was a time period in life where you get home and most time you play outside for a long time, or you would play with your action figures or dolls or whatever else inside. And like you were very hands-on. Um, and it could be with sports or other things. And I think they took a lot of this with there. Cause if you go back, the youngest things I remember from before these was, Price is Right, like during the summer, if you saw dun, Price dun, is Right, dun. either Wheel of Fortune, and then there was, um, what was his name? I had it, uh, the clown. Um, Bozo? Bozo. Yeah. And because, and it had a few little physical things where like at the end of the show, there was a row of cups, and you had to throw a ping pong ball in, and you had to try to get every cup, and if you got out of the way, you won I do remember the big this. prize okay. stuff. Yeah. And so th- you take that, throw it up a little bit more, and you got what Double Dare ended up right, being, right. where you have questions that also like challenged you some like mentally, but then they would turn around and also do these physical challenges to the point that they put out like a board game for it or a game. Yeah. Something like that. Cause we had it. I don't think we ever played it. Right. But we had it. Do y'all remember supermarket suite? Yeah. Uh-huh. That was fire. They redid it like in the past few years. Yeah, it's it's on good. Netflix, right? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I'm going to watch it. It's good. Like so good. Um, but I don't know. I just remember double dare being one of those things or Mark Summers. Cause the way they did it is exactly mm-hmm. how Eric kind of started this office and you were watching whatever, whatever commercial was on. Right. And then all of a sudden, as soon as they start, it's, Ready, set. You like, and it's immediate, like ready to go. Yes. Like, and the music's blaring, like, and it's starting right off with action. Yeah. And so I just remember getting really excited about these things. Right. And you did envision yourself, like oh, it was 100%. something you could feel yourself in these shows, in these channels, yeah. doing these things. So you've reminded me that Double Dare did some touring. They and did. And I feel like I went with a friend somewhere where they were outdoors and they were mm-hmm. showcasing Double Dare, like on one of the main stages or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, maybe they'll pick us to be on the show. Yeah. Thinking, you know, having no idea, like, like, we didn't register. They don't know who we are. I mean, and it's right. also probably not, not even a, a videoed thing. No. Like It's like they were traveling because Guts did the same thing. They toured and you had the opportunity to kind of go and do these things. Right. But that was, I mean, that was like casting. Like, you, there was Sometimes. still like levels of casting. Yeah. None of those games, to my knowledge, were like a random audience member was selected to play. Mm. Like, those kids had already been pre-screened. Mm. I'm pretty sure. 
I know at least some. I know there were some because Nickelodeon Studios was, is I know like for in Guts and out. they were. Guts was for sure. I know we mentioned how like Nickelodeon Studios was inside Universal Studios in Florida. Correct. Correct. And so they would have you would be doing whatever and you could come in and sit down and be a part right. of at least the audience for yes. these shows. Yes. And I want to say at least Double Dare, if you couldn't be on it, they at least had like another behind the scenes thing where you got to kind of do some of the things involved, what yes. Double Dare would be. Um, I know you could get slimed, all sorts of things like that and be mm-hmm. a part of it. Um, of course, I didn't get to do that. You got to go. My like, dad did. Child. So yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We went as a family and he got selected. That's also very and nice. he unselected himself to be slimed, and I was very mad at him because mm-hmm. it is an honor. For sure. But now as an adult, I'm like, he didn't want to walk around Universal Studios the rest of the day with, like, slime on his shirt and yeah. everywhere. You know, they give you a towel, but you can't go shower. No. Like, yeah, he was like, no, no, no. I think no. there's that age thing, too, in there where it's like, as a kid, you're like, I don't mind being messy at all. And then exactly. we reach a point. Because yes. it's even like high school, you go to the theme park, like, I'll right. ride the water ride, but I'm riding it at the end because we're going home. Yes. Yep. If we're like that, or you're very smart, and we brought a bathing suit all day. Or, you, you know, hear me, you do it first, and then it dries out, so you're not uncomfortable on the way home. Right, Either right. way, you're not yeah. wearing jeans right. or jean shorts, because yes, no, you're, you're not getting chafed. Nope. Correct. None of that. Correct. Correct. So, yeah. You wear what I wear. Right. I've started wearing bathing suits at theme parks. So I learned that at some point, wear bathing suits underneath. Mm-hmm. And I would wear like a dress, like mm-hmm. a slinky kind of like dries pretty easy dress. Mm-hmm. Then you can get wet. You have your bathing suit on. The dress, you dry as you walk around. Mm-hmm. And then I would bring a change of clothes to change into for oh, the ride smart. home. So yeah. I never get smart. that far. I think we have towels or something in the car, but smart. Um, so let's, uh, which game show was your favorite and why? 100% Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes. At just honestly, like. Guts was for athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Like Guts was like American Ninja Warrior for kids. But Legends of the Hidden Temple had a thematic element, mm-hmm. right? Like it was clearly they were doing a Mesopotamia, you know, native pirate thing, yeah. Yeah. you know. And then, but you had the physicality, right? Mm-hmm. But you also had trivia. So it wasn't, you had to be smart. It was like brains and brawn. Correct. Correct. And so I just really loved how many elements there were in it. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I remembered this ball pit that you had to climb through. And now Mm -hmm. what I realize I'm remembering was the swamp. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, that was part of the, Mm -hmm. and it was interesting because you had to hit things to see if they would open and like you Mm -hmm. crawl through something, you hit something and something behind you would open to a new route. And it was almost like escape rooms before escape rooms. Mm -hmm. And so there were so many elements you had to be good at. Whereas like guts, it was just like, you're an athlete. Mm -hmm. Right. And so... I'm just saying, if they have a Legends of the Hidden Temple escape room somewhere... I would 100%. We got to go. I don't know. I may have a heart attack. I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to get the chimney open. The and all this There's so much pressure. Well, not even that. There's like one of the temple guards jumping right, out. Right, some temple guard just like... Hoo! You and he's like, there for at least the next hour because you can't leave you know either. They tell the kids it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but it still is oh, for scary. Sure. You don't and know where. So, like, I was watching it the other day, and this guy in like full regalia just kind of like pops up, and this kid's like, "Oh God!" and mm-hmm. like falls backwards yeah. because they're scared. I was like, "Man, that would be intense." Mm-hmm. And then you had to think it through to give him part of your little um, right. token or, or whatever. There was one girl, he jumped out at her and she threw it at his face. <laughs> she was like, ah, have it. I would do the same thing. <laughs> you know, no, no, uh, 
no faults, no no lies found here. I mean, oh, uh, absolutely. Exactly. So, yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple, definitely mine too, just through my limited knowledge. Although, Kyle tells me I would enjoy Guts. You would. So. You would enjoy, yeah, you would enjoy Guts. Especially as, as a, a physical education physical teacher. education Had to think teacher. that through. Not a gym I'm teacher. I'm a gym teacher. I'm Not so a gym sorry. teacher. I would have thrown your cup at you. <laughs> um, I did love Legends of the Hidden Temple. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was a great show. I loved watching it. Same way because I, like, I enjoyed the trivia side of it. Like It was very much entertaining. It wasn't. It's like a mixture of Jeopardy. You know, It was because there was part of like Double Dare that asked questions in a similar way. But some of those questions were things that I would have no clue like to answers to. Like I'm not that great on things. But the way they asked on this show was very much like we've told you the story. Now what do you remember of the story? Right. And what are these things like? So there's a lot more to it than just coming in and ruling really super smart. It was also just the trivia of figuring things out and remembering right. things. Plus all of the like very much themed physical things that they did right. worked really well. Um, I will say my favorite was guts. And I think there was part of that where, like, I was athletic. I was into different sports and everything like that. Um, I think, too, like, we've talked about it before, but a lot of the movies that were popular at the time were very much sport-related and everything else as a kid. So I feel like that got me. And But one thing that really stuck out was, I don't know when, some random time, flipping through the channels on, like, a summer break, I found American Gladiator. Yeah. And this is pretty much what this show is, American yeah. Gladiator for Kids. <laughs> yes. Where there's all sorts of, like, crazy... Uh, Above and beyond things where right. it's like... Do the kids have names like Pyro and Gyro? And sort of. Every yes. kid has their name plus a nickname, right. last name. So there's like Nervy Nicky or yeah. like Johnny Alex the something. Anvil. Exactly. Yes. Correct. They gave Correct. each one of them a thing. Um, yeah. And so you would go on and do that. And the same way, like they all come from different places, like you said, because they go on later on to do Global Guts, or even from different right. countries and right. stuff. But it's like in a giant gymnasium type thing with a right. track, all these other things. And the cool thing was it was not just sports. Right. Like, and there's an announcer. There's a referee. A referee. Mo was a referee. They get title cards that come up that show their picture, their age. Mm-hmm. And like one of them said, you know, horseback rides has been snorkeling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like it would have like information about right. them. Yeah. So in Mike O'Malley, I don't know if you remember him, he was the host. Mm-hmm. He was really like exciting and made it work. But the same way a lot of things that was cool with this was, say, you had basketball. Right. Well, instead of just basketball goals, the goals were like 11 feet off the ground because I remember them saying something about, like, this is higher than Michael Jordan dunks. Like, it's 11, not 10. And then you are strapped to, like, bungee cords. Correct. So, like, you're not just dunking. You're going, like, 20 feet in the air and dunking on these things. Like, the one I watched was basically, like, you're a soccer goalie. So Mm -hmm. you stand in the goal and you get however many blocks, like, where you you keep the ball out of the net Mm -hmm. is, like, your point score. But the soccer balls are being shot out of cannons at you. Yeah. And <laughs> I definitely think you would enjoy it, especially in the, there is the track part where you're almost like on a trike type thing, but you pedal with your feet and you lean and stuff, but you break through like fake brick walls, you go up ramps, you do all these things. So as a kid, I'm watching this like, I could do this. But the best part after all of that is the aggro crag. The aggro crag! It's this giant fake mountain yep. that you all is divided into three lit up colors, depending yes. on what your color was. They say go, and you start climbing this mountain to the top. First one to hit the button wins, but you have, you to, have hit to hit lay points on the way. All the way up. Yeah. So you can't just like go straight to the, the top. Yeah. Well, as you're doing this, there's sensors that as you cross through, all of a sudden a thing may launch and send foam things flying at you or fake snow or glitter bombs. All these things are happening. And then as you're trying to beat everybody else up. so And you're also attached to like bungee things and everything else. So it's insane to watch, but then the winner gets you, you get your medal, for, you know, gold, bronze, silver, everything. 
But then if you win, you get to take home an agri-crag. It's a glowing giant rock. Yep. It's the best thing you thought you ever could have. Like I've literally in the past year Googled it to see if I could find one. Or like, and you can find people that make them, but it's not as good enough as what you would want. Right, right. So you don't buy it. Um, real quick story. I listened to a podcast this week with Mo or uh, Myra Quirk. Was, yeah. Uh, who Mo was. She was, I think, British. Yes. She was not into sports at all. She just randomly got chosen. They're like, we think your voice will work. So they put a referee outfit on. Mm-hmm. She really didn't referee anything. She would just go over the yeah. sports. And like yeah. Mike would be like, now for the scores, go to Mo. Mo. And then like go yeah. to her. And she would just be like, okay, cool. But she was talking about uh, the best day she ever had on Guts because she worked on a lot of different things. Um, same way what Eric was asking earlier. said that, you know, each kid, they would do a little thing with like, all right, here's our contestants. And you first said like, I'm John and I'm super powerful. And then you have like Katie's like, I'm Katie and I'm going to kick butt. She said, but then we had this one kid and we would go to him. He goes to his screen and he's just, ah, and that's it. Doesn't say his name, doesn't do anything. <laughs> so they're like, okay, whatever, you know, and they right. laughed. They go to the next, after the next game, they go, so what do you think you're going to need next, like for this next coming up thing? And John's like, I think I'm going to need a lot of speed. (laughs) And then Katie said, I think I'm going to have to stick my elbows out and run like this. And then they get to the other kid goes, I think I'm going to have elbows flying in my face. And then like left it. And she said that literally he's flying around the track like a Tasmanian devil, like just crazy whole, whole thing. Level. She said at the wow. final end, it gets to where they go to stand, like on the little stages or whatever. Said that like it was his turn to go up to stand to take his medal. He literally ran and jumped over the entire stage and landed on the other side. Came back and like got his medal, whatever. <laughs> but she's like just the excitement and the energy that this show brought. But this one specific kid, she's like I'm not naming names. Um, I'm sure you could find him. You, I'm sure. Tried. Like she was very like vague on it, but they did like an anniversary a couple years back, and they did like the whole article went and interviewed some of these kids that won. And as Eric was asking about their nicknames, like it got to the point during the article they stopped using the real names, and it was like Super Ace did like and saying these things like right. straight to their nicknames. Um, and I will stop after this, but one thing I always wonder because articles online have talked about did they really get to keep the piece of the aggro crack? Because a lot of people said. You did it on TV, but when you left, you had to give it back. You didn't get to take that home. Right. And then there's some people that show up, no, because here's mine. Like some randomly they'll show up on the internet that right. like, here's this one. Um, and when Myra was doing an interview, she's like, well, actually I have one. And like, so she goes and pulls it out and to see it. Um, and uh, she's got Instagram with it on there. And somebody asks and she's like, no, if you want it, you kept it. So evidently you did get to keep it. Okay. Um, wow. Someone sold one on eBay a few years back. And I want to say it was either... I read two different things. It was like $1,500 or close to 2000 3000 somewhere in there. But somebody paid that much for a piece of the aggro crag. Huh. So the guy kept his medal, but he sold the aggro crag right. on eBay. So History. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, which game show do you think that you would be most successful at as a kid or and, then, and now as an adult if they were to bring it back? Um, for me... I don't think it would be Legends of the Hidden Temple. No, I think I would just um, like panic. You know, um, I think I would actually would have killed Nick Arcade as a kid. Sure. Um, just because I played a lot of video games growing up. I th- and I would have known the trivia part pretty well. So I think I would have been able to adapt pretty easily. Um, as an adult, mm, I want to say maybe Double Dare, but I just I don't I think know. as a kid as, and as an adult, I would probably be best at figure it out. Because it's mm-hmm. basically what's my line. It's like no. the kid version of what's my line. Well, see, I had a question with Figure It Out because technically we watched Figure It Out and you had like four celebrities from Nickelodeon shows. Right. And the contestant was the one that came on with like a special talent that Correct. they had to guess. So from this side of it, would we be the one guessing or would we be the one that had the hidden talent that people had to guess? 
I think I could have done either. I think it'd be either way, but I'm I just think something I to think w- about. I think I was always trying to think about what my hidden talent would be. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I would be best as the ge- as the celebrity guest, you know, like guessing yeah. the kid's talent. Uh, same. Yeah. What yeah. would your hidden talent be? That's a good question. I'm trying to. I mean, if you don't, don't, you don't want to tell us because it's hidden. That's fine. But there's I mean, one. Yeah, it's, it is a secret talent. <laughs> I really don't know. If you want to look up one specific one that you've never watched before, there's one kid, and I kind of feel bad for him, but he was really pumped about it. His secret talent was that he once ate 11 pounds of watermelon in a minute. I saw the picture you posted. Yes. The episode is funny because he's excited. Every all the guests are kind of like, what? There's giant pieces of watermelon sat in front where like Roy Bettenberg and like Little Pete and all them are going to like try to do it. Right. They say go. And this kid is just chomping into watermelon. Like, it's everywhere. He looks up and kind of laughs and smiles and then slams his head back into the watermelon, like, nonstop. And where everybody's just kind of like, ah. Like, okay, so how did that kid not get sick later? I mean, he may have. I'm sure he, he may have. I, like, that kid just, probably can't stand watermelon now, I'm sure. So I'm sure. The one, I just think it's so funny because, like, what's my line is adults, celebrities, mm-hmm. panels, guessing other adults' careers. Mm-hmm. And then there used to sometimes be, um, they would switch it out, like back in the really olden days, they would switch it out and it would be your a panel of average Joes mm-hmm. trying to guess who the celebrity guest was. Okay. And so like Ava Gardner was on it. I think Lana Turner was on it. Um, Lauren Bacall. And so they try to, and the, the famous people would always try to like, because you couldn't see them, right? You're mm-hmm. trying to guess who it was. And they would try to disguise their voice. Because they had to just answer yes or no questions. Mm-hmm. And um, Ava has like a pretty, like a deeper voice mm-hmm. naturally. And so they would ask her yes or no questions and she would go, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's like, you're not going to catch me from my but voice. I, I just like this better because it's, you know, obviously kids don't have careers. Mm-hmm. And so the idea, like the episode I was watching, the secret talent was that this girl invented Edible taco tape. I remember that. Don't know why. I have no words. No. Yeah. That's some of their hidden talents. Like if you would go back and watch this. So funny. I think as a kid, I would have wanted to do in guts, but I know I've not. I was a I was a chunky kid. Right. So I was not going to win. And I thought about Legend of the Hidden Temple. But the same way, there was some like physical things on there that needed a lot of upper body strength, and that's not me. So, and the same way too, I was like. The whole like tunnel run at the end is an anxiety attack waiting for it to happen for me. Yes. Right. No, I'd make that. Right. Yeah. So I was like, double dare, I could probably do at least the physical challenges because they're kind of still like throwing and tossing things I think I could do. But I think figure it out would probably be the same way. Nick Arcade, I think as a kid, I could do. I think now as an adult, if I'm having to choose one, um, I think double dare could still stand a chance because the physical things aren't so crazy. And I think it would be fun um, to do some things like that. And as an adult, if Nick Arcade was still the Nick Arcade of the 90s, where you're going and playing those games and that type of thing, I think I could do okay on that. Right. I think if it was like modern Nick Arcade where there was well, tons of games stuff. you have like a PS5. Or, yeah, I would right. be done. Or like virtual right. reality headset. Yeah, like, none no. of that. I Sorry. would have no chance. I'd but if they did wall. it, the other. Yeah. yeah. Can't do VR. All right, so um, if we had to pick one game show to come back, which should it be? And I'm going to go ahead and preface this by saying Legend of the Hidden Temple actually came back. Did come on, back. On the CW yeah. for adults. And there's also... What I consider a Did they show it? Like I, a, I, feel, I feel like they did, yeah. Did they? I feel like I haven't seen it. I know they were, my cousin Lewis is the biggest Legends of the Temple fan ever. You can find it on Paramount Plus. Is now. it there? Yeah. Because yeah. he all, tried to audition, but you have to audition with a with tag a pair, team, yeah. and none of us could go to Vegas at the time wherever they were feeling. And I feel like Legends of the Hidden Temple had a spiritual successor on Netflix called The Floor is Lava. 
Mm-hmm. And the floor is mm-hmm. lava is really fun. It right. is. Yeah. So, I um, really like Double Dare. And for a hot second, I thought they did a version of that called Family Double Dare. They did. Where you did it with your parents and stuff, mm-hmm. so it wasn't just kids. That I think that would be really cool. Like to bring stuff like that back. I would agree with that. I think Family Double Dare would be a fun, like little family. I mean, everyone's looking for family oriented programming, correct? Um, especially now that there's so many streaming um, right. channels mm-hmm. now, you're always looking right. for for something to air, mm-hmm. right? Uh, either on demand or live or whatever. So I think that would be a good thing, like for parents, you know, to yeah, hey, let's watch this with our kid and stuff. I feel like if American Ninja Warrior did like a kid show, mm-hmm. it would basically be guts. Well, here's the thing: they do. They oh, have okay. American Ninja Warrior Junior, I believe. Oh, gotcha. see, that's so, basically guts. Yep. But see, yeah. like, I think it depends on the channel. Like, I definitely like Double Dare has a great spot where if you brought Family Double Dare back, right? Especially on one of the major like stations. I think if it's something specifically like Nickelodeon or just a kids channel again, I do think Guts has like a good spot, um, and I think it would be good too because, again, I'm not hammering down on like computers and technology because I think it's great and stuff, but. I think it would also encourage like kids to get out and like be talented or like work on things outside right. or do other things too. Um, but just to be, if it was going back to a kid's thing, like right. Legends of the Hidden Temple, when they came back around, it was more nostalgic things where it was more adults and like people doing it, which I think is cool and that works too. But I think Guts, I remember, you know, just seeing how the kids do it. I think it would be fun to watch kids now get out there and try some of these things like they For did sure. back then. For sure. Yeah. As a pair mm-hmm. or as a team, which game show would we be most successful at as a team? I think we'd be good as a figure it out panel. I do too. We're thought great same at thing. Asking questions. I thought if we were all on the same panel, and I know you haven't watched a ton of that, I think you should totally watch that too. Because it was cool because they would have little like conveyor belt stuff all of a sudden you had to like you have a cup with something right. in it and this has something to do with it. Or them. like something would drop down over your head or whatever yeah. and it would be like a tape measure. Yeah. And so that would help them try to guess like the tape of taco tape, right? Yep. Yeah. It's not Nickelodeon, but I think the three of us would do well at uh, The Floor is Lava. I don't know. There's that, some that, upper body strength ooh, stuff that I'm like, There hey. is, but there's three of us, and we only need to have one person. One person. To make the Eric well. and I just cheering Ashby on, like, Ashby, you've got this. Keep you going. I, mean, I, I got to get back into the gym. Yeah. I used to be able to. It's but. like, okay, we need to jump from this little couch to this little table. It's about two feet. Yeah. <laughs> I just jump in. Like, oh, no, I missed it. Oh, yeah. no, I'm dying. <laughs> I slipped. I'm done. Oh, I man. think Double Dare, if we didn't do figure it out, because the fact of some of those questions, I think between the two of you could answer some of the harder questions that right. I would just like, I don't know what we're doing. And I think the fun of it, the other parts we could all just do together. Yeah. And that would be fun. I meant to call my dad before we recorded this and I totally forgot because I wanted to ask him, cause you know, as a kid you remember stuff and you're yeah. like, D- do I remember that? Or am I like adding to mm-hmm. it or am, is it not clear? And so I know that we went to Universal Studios and I, they were not recording Double Dare that day, mm-hmm. but if you caught them on an off recording time or mm-hmm. day, then you could do the Universal Studios or the the Nickelodeon tour, like mm-hmm. studio tour. And part of that tour was sort of like a double dare like experience where they would bring members of the crowd down and you could play double dare like games. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that my dad had to put on this giant suit kind of thing like over his clothes, yeah. trousers. And he had to try to catch things that people were throwing at him in the trousers mm-hmm. and like however many caught was his points or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just like, did I make that up? I mean I know I didn't make up that we went, but sure. that's what I remember the game was. And mm-hmm. I really don't know if I'm making that up. I'm just gonna pretend so you did. I want to ask so. him. Yeah. 
I know that we definitely did the tour because I remember being in the studio, and I know that he definitely got selected to participate in something. Mm-hmm. But that's what my brain says it it was. Well, it makes sense. But yeah, I mean, he was pretty good at it too. I thought, and so I mean, I think our family would be pretty great at like family double dare. Mm-hmm. Hunter definitely. We were watching guts uh, last night because I had I was like I want to watch this for the podcast and you know whatever mm-hmm. and. I was over at Hunter and Hannah's eating dinner, and they were like, we don't care. And apparently Hannah, she's a year younger than Hunter, and mm-hmm. Hunter's four and a half years younger than me. So there are some of these things that they're kind of on the cusp of a generation mm-hmm. where they were a little too young. And by the time they came along, some of it was gone. Mm-hmm. And so Hunter remembered Guts, but not a lot about it. And mm-hmm. Hannah had no memory of ever seeing Guts. And so mm-hmm. we watched an episode, and I was like, Hunter, this would have been right up your alley as sure. a kid like mm-hmm. right in fact one of the contestants when they showed his title card it was like johnny blah 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 whatever mm-hmm. and it was like his age and then plays basketball and then it says has jumped off of a two-story roof yeah <laughs> like that was his like yeah hidden talent hidden athletic yeah. like prowess and i was like my god hunter that is you yeah like, i saw you jump off so many roofs as a kid mm-hmm. and i was like this is the time that he breaks something, and I have to tell mom that I watched him jump mm-hmm. off a house. <laughs> like I feel like, if, <laughs> like right now, I'm getting a flashback of Karen from Mean Girls, who's like, I can put my whole fist in my mouth. Want to see? And yes. that's her hidden talent. Yes, yes. Also, hundred percent. She has like ESPN or something. Yeah, um, we did that episode a year ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, um, it is. Raining. There's a 70% chance of rain. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's a 70% chance that it's already raining. And it's already <laughs> raining. Oh, Lord, mean girls. Oh, do we have any yeah. social media shout outs for this? We do. Uh, Josh Lewis said, uh, figure it out. Um, was his favorite show. Wish he could have been on his kid. Justin Barry said it wasn't Nickelodeon, but during the same era, um, he thinks it was on the family channel called Maximum Drive. I'd never seen it, so I Googled it last night, and it's no. more like outdoorsy like dirt bike four wheel drive like that sort of thing uh, like okay. on tracks and stuff um like top gear for kids sort of i guess mm-hmm. okay then like uh lauren shoemaker says uh, i second figure it out my three siblings and i would watch it all the time and would always try to think of any hidden talents that we may have so we could be on the show another one of her favorites was legends of the hidden temple mm-hmm. um courtney acock said legends of the Hippel temple hidden temple guts wild and crazy kids which is one we didn't talk about oh wild and huge. crazy kids yeah. yeah um that more so went out and caught like random people to be in their show yes they did um she's we used to watch them all um and would have done almost anything to be on them um she also wanted to be on soul train too that's a little bit different but say hey you want to do it i mean you know so, yeah, might as well. i really enjoy the show that comes on after all the cartoons at, yeah at noon you end up starting to watch it the older you got this is like a little bit more um, you real quick to throw it in there. You did mention previously, like some of the casted, and I did in that article of the anniversary. They talked about that they would go into random like YMCA's or boys and girls, boys and girls clubs, mm-hmm. um, like different gymnastic training places, and leave like pages up to be like, "Hey, casting call type deal." Right, and then that's how they got chosen to go um, and to be on the show and stuff. So they did in selecting areas. At least not they didn't go find random actors and actresses. They just went to different places like that. And found kids that would want to be involved. So, pretty awesome. Yeah. It's a shame we didn't live in Florida. It's a shame. It really right? is. The other thing is Mark Summers. He started uh, hosting Double Dare at the age of 34. Mm-hmm. So, we're not much older than that. Ashley's still there. I, mean, I am older than that. but yeah. Also, really, side note at the end mm-hmm. here, speaking of age, um, oh it is preposterous to me <laughs> that kids, look, they just make kids differently these days, I guess. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, so Mark Summers, right? Mm-hmm. When I look 
at him hosting. Like I watched, I watched it mm-hmm. just last night. I watched an um. episode of Double Dare. The fact that that man on that television program that I'm seeing with my own eyes mm-hmm. is a year older in that yeah. than I currently am mm-hmm. is just horrifying, honestly, yes. for yeah. one. Um, but also, we were talking last night as we were watching it because we watched um, Hidden Temple mm-hmm. and then we watched Guts. Mm-hmm. And as we were watching Hidden Temple, it's like, this is blah, blah, blah contestant with the blue barracudas, and he's 11. And I was mm. like, that child is six, okay? Yeah. The helmet is, like, falling off of him. Mm-hmm. He's had to roll up those sweatpants, like, eight times. Mm-hmm. And then we went and watched Guts, and it was like, this is nervy Nikki, and she's 12. And I was like, that girl is 14. Yeah. The, <laughs> the disparity and what children look, look like, like yeah. as they age was nuts. Mm-hmm. And now when I look at like TikToks with like 13-year-old girls that look like Gigi Haddad mm-hmm. at 18, I'm just like this is really this is I don't this is not okay. This is not no. okay. That's why I need to bring back okay. guts and all these shows. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Put them outside. Like, I am very old, mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly. Sky, forget social media. We're going to go outside. Yes. We're going to hook you up to some bungee cords. You're going to dump balls. Oh, man. I was like, kids, kids these days. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, on that note, <laughs> big thank you to Ricky Lyles oh, for man. his contributions to today's podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this discussion as much as we did. That you're as pumped for the rest of our journey into 90s pop culture as we are. We are out of time on today's episode, so hit them up with your last-minute plugs. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ashby Gray. I, you know, who knows? Who knows what I'm ranting about these days? Honestly, that's for future me to worry about, I guess. This is Kyle. Uh, you can find me. I'm all stuttering everything at this point. We're a little deep in these podcasts. Uh, underscore live, underscore bright, underscore on Instagram. Um, in a year or so, we're going to go to your studios, break into Nickelodeon Studios. Yes. And find something. Yeah. I'm bringing home yes. the big orange We're couch. also going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Uh, I'm Eric Reach, and you can follow me yeah. on Twitter and Instagram at EricaMac15. And be sure to join us next week for our episode on the Mighty Ducks, which is quark, episode quark, quark. six. Yeah. And yes. I'm thinking about live tweeting, watching it for the first time. So I'll try to let people know across our channels when mm. that is happening, because I have legitimately never seen the Mighty Ducks. Ought to be fun. Ought to be fun. She's like, what are you these know guys how much so I love excited sports about? Movies. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> she loves them. Favorite thing. <laughs> Stay as cool, ladies and gentlemen, as the other side of the pillow. As the other side. And we'll see you next time. What the what? where y'all say what? bye or what the what. Bye. What the what? We'll figure it out. Better. Better.